Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Erev Yudbeis Tammuz, the birthday and Chagagul of the previous Rebbe, and also double Pasha Shab, Chukas, and Bolak. So, double Torah portion. Yes, we're reading double Torah portion this week, Chukas and Bolak. So, of course, it is obvious that one of the main themes of this double Torah portion is, as the Rambam describes, the biblical reference, meaning in terms of the five books of the Torah, as opposed to the books of the prophets, in Parshish Balak, you get the closest we come to a reference of the coming of Mashiach. And who is the person that gets credit for saying, for prophesying the coming of Mashiach? Bilam. Of all the people in Tarnation. That's the person who gets to tell us about the coming of Mashiach when he prophecies Machas um, um, all the things uh, that it says in the prophecy that Bilam declares where he makes reference to both David HaMelech and to Mashiach in the two prophecies. So the question is, of course, what is it about Bil- why does Bilam get to do that? If we're going to have a reference to the coming of Mashiach in the Torah, in the five books, as the Rambam says, you look at the books of the prophets, the books of the prophets are packed with Mashiach references. <clears throat> but when you look at Chamisha Chumshet Torah, not as obvious. The Rambam has to bring down Vashav Vashav Lekecha And then he says, Parshas Bilam. Why is it that Bilam gets credit for being able to declare the revelation of Mashiach of all the people in the world? There's a unique aspect to Bilam's personality that's very fascinating. You know what it is? Mesiras Nefesh. Bilam knew he was fighting a losing battle. You know, he didn't stand a chance. He had this fantasy that there's this one moment, the Gemara says, when Hashem is angry, and that's why he says, all the things he, he starts to declare. So the Gemara tells us that there's this one moment that's Kachutasaira when Hashem gets angry. And he was hoping to catch that specific second so that during that moment he could curse the Jewish people. And so the entire time that Bilam is hanging out with Balak, the Gemara tells us Hashem didn't have that moment. So he couldn't even find that one moment. But the truth is, even with finding that moment, Bilaam didn't know he was fighting a losing battle. He knew he was fighting a losing battle. But there's an interesting twist. He had self-sacrifice. He was willing to die for what he thought, just to be able to win. Even a tiny victory, which he finally gets the tiny victory by telling Balak to sacrifice their women, to create promiscuity amongst the Jewish people. Ah! The princesses themselves turn themselves into harlots just to be able to win. Win at all costs. A complete and total act of self-sacrifice. Well, it turns out that we have to learn from that. And if you think about it, throughout the ages, throughout the ages, every raging anti-Semite that stood up to chas shalom, chas shalom, chas shalom. I don't want to say, do to us. Yeah? Awakened in us an incredible spirit. 
We were strongest, think about even Iran. Today, Rahman Lutzlan, you come to Los Angeles, the Persian Jewish community is polarizing. You have Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem a million times, a large segment of the Persian Jewish community in Los Angeles that has become very, very from, and it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to watch with Batek Nasiot and Kololim, etc., 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 all very beautiful. But unfortunately, there's a larger percentage of the Persian Jewish community in Los Angeles that is going way to places that nobody in their wildest dreams in Iran would have imagined <coughs> the Jews would become. Why? Because as long as we were in Iran, under what was ostensibly a repressive government, notwithstanding the fact that there was liberties, that's what got us going. But how does that get our juices going? How? You know why? Because when you watch the anti-Semites burning to get rid of us at peril to themselves, every place we've been for the last two millennium, every place we've been for the millennium, we brought bracha. Every country in the world that the Jews came to, we brought bracha. It's undeniable. It's an undeniable truth. Nobody can deny that. They admit it too. But the anti-Semites, their anti-Semitism was so strong that they're willing to, what we used to say in Brooklyn, bite their nose to spite their own face. Makes no sense. Ah, that awakens in us whether we like it or not, consciously or subconsciously, that awakens in us a level of Mesirat Nefesh that we would have never ever imagined. And it is that Mesirat Nefesh that brings all, and that has to come from the essence of your soul. So the anti-Semites in a twisted way awaken in us a level of connection to every Jew, connection to Hashem, connection to the Torah that we crazy as this is going to sound, could have never accomplished on our own. And that's what brings Mashiach. And that's the Messiah's never from you based on us. So we should bless us, that we should stop enough, we should see the brachot, all the blessings that Bilam gave us, we should see fulfilled, open and revealed in front of our eyes, through our own Messiah's nefesh, and through our own self-sacrifice, that, that the previous Rebbe inspired every single one of us to do, and in that way, we'll go mismach gula l'gula, from the gula of Yudbeis Thomas, to the gula of Mitzvah as the coming of Mashiach Zedkenu. May it happen right now. Amen. Shabbat shalom, everybody.